Hello, and welcome to the Aligned Inside podcast. I'm your host, Erin Maryhew, and I'm here to help you experience new levels of well-being, fulfillment, connection, and joy, all by unlocking the inner freedom to embody the truth of who you are. I want to explore with you how incredibly powerful it is to align your energy and listen to your intuition, and I hope I can demystify, normalize, and help you embrace all the dimensions of your humanness along the way. I'm so honored you're here, and I'm excited to be on this beautiful, ever-evolving journey with you toward a life that feels truly aligned inside. Here we go. Hello again. Oh, it feels so good to be cozied up in my office, sitting down to record this episode. I'm really feeling the season change right now. I live in Seattle and today has been a mix of heavy rain and some cloudy spots and a couple little sun breaks, but it's definitely an autumn day and I'm just feeling all the feelings of that transition. I actually love the seasons and I'm born and raised in Seattle, but have lived elsewhere at different points in my life. And I found that when, when I've been in a place where there isn't a season change or when it's not as dramatic as Seattle, that it really feels like something is missing. Like I really enjoy that transition to that more inward focused experience, that cozy, comforting, soothing, warm indoor time and I'm just sort of embracing it and cherishing it. So I was thinking about what I wanted to bring for this episode, and my mind kept gravitating back toward this really beautiful moment, and it was probably less than a minute, the whole interaction, but it really moved me, and it has stuck with me. And I want to share this moment with you and then sort of talk about what that brings up for me because I think it relates to you also. So earlier this month I got a chance to go to the wedding of some really dear friends and it was a really beautiful special experience. It was like three days kind of like camping and convening with their community and meeting a bunch of new people and really just celebrating their love and their choice to unite their lives and choose each other long term. And it was beautiful for so many reasons, but there was this one moment and it kind of just happened in passing. The bride's sister was preparing her speech and I had just gone to use the restroom. I was walking back to the main area and I just sort of got a read that this, you know, this woman was in distress. She looked nervous. She looked uncomfortable and we know each other. So I just checked in with her, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And I could tell that she was really vulnerable in that moment. And she opened up that she was feeling really, really nervous. And as I held a little bit of space for her, she said something along the lines of, you know, I just don't know if my speech is good enough. I don't know if it can ever do justice to the relationship that we have and the love that I have for my sister. And some tears came and it was just like this heart-wrenching, beautiful, sweet, tender moment. And 
we spoke for a little bit and part of our conversation that really stuck with me is that I said to her, do you know what speaks so much louder than the words that you're going to say in this speech? And she's like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, your energy. It's not in the words, it's in your energy. So get in the energy of how much you love your sister and let the words come from that energy. And I don't know the degree to which this supported her, (laughs) but I found it to be such a beautiful, poignant moment. And it was words that my past self needed to hear, my present and future self continually need to hear that all of us forget all the time how important our energetic orientation to an experience is. So let me walk it back for a moment and just say that when I began my career in coaching, I had found my way into coaching through studying communication skills. And I really loved the tools that I was learning and I loved sharing them and I saw people having breakthroughs all over the place. It was really cool. And as the years went on and I developed my skill set and I got more and more clear on what I really loved working with people on, I started to see that there was kind of this disconnect where I would teach people tools and skills that were often in the form of a process they might go through or words they could try on and say, but there was this gap, there was this disconnect where people would apply the tools or use the words, but they wouldn't get different results. They would still be getting the same defensiveness and hostility and pattern and dysfunctional dynamic. And I was like, huh, I wonder what that's about. Why is that happening? And I saw it to some degree in my own experience as well, where I was like, I'm using all the tools. I'm doing it right. I'm saying the right words. Like, why isn't this translating? Why are people still reacting to me? Why is this still not working? And what I came to see that I've come to really embrace, and it's actually led to kind of a pivot in my work, and it's informed so much about how I coach now and how I live now, is that if we're not in an energetic state of openness, receptivity, connectedness, vulnerability, if we're not in that energetic state, it really doesn't matter what we say. It's not going to produce the results that we are so longing for. So this story, this little moment that I had with the bride's sister was just this little reminder that like, We get up in our head so often, like, what's the right thing to do in this situation? What's the right thing to say? How do I present myself? How do I move forward? What's the next step? And so often the more important question is, what energy am I coming from right now? What energy is driving my behavior, my words, my actions Because if we can get really clear on the energy we want to be coming from, and if we can really embody that energy, everything else flows from that. And that tends to be a more accurate predictor of the kind of interactions and results that we really want to create. 
I've been in a practice of noticing what energy I am working from. This is one of the ways that I'm trying to practice accountability with myself and in sort of this energetic dimension of how I create my life. And it really became clear to me in the last year or so that I was often allowing myself to engage in work, not necessarily the interpersonal coaching work that I do, but sort of the the admin side of my work, everything that happens behind the scenes when I'm not in the coaching seat, that I was really doing that from an energy of fear, scarcity, occasionally codependency. There were so many different subtle energetics that were so familiar to me that I almost couldn't see that I was operating from them. But as I started to take a step back and look at what doesn't feel so great in my business, what about how I'm running the business isn't feeling right to me, the main thing that I was identifying was my energetic orientation to the business. Like I love the coaching work I get to do. I love the work that I create, but there's all this in between, all this admin work and kind of, yeah, the the back end of the business that I was finding myself slipping into these energetic states that really did not feel life-giving for me. So a huge part of my work this past year has been kind of opening up the hood of that car, you know, and being like, how is this engine running? What is going on in here? What is the energetic orientation that I'm coming from? And how can I state change and get myself in a different energetic lane? How can I start to move into the energetic states that I want to be creating my life from? Because just like the bride's sister in this story, if all we're focusing on is the outcome, how good is this thing going to be? Are the words going to be right? Are the actions going to be right? If we're just focusing on that level, we're missing the most important ingredient, which is how our lives feel. How do they feel? I've started to place so much more importance on how I feel through an experience, the energy I'm coming from, not the exact details of how something unfolds. I have taken a a kind of a radical practice in my life of really tuning my energy to the state that feels the most life-giving for me before I engage in the doing. And I have the privilege to do that. I have the space in my life. I have a unique circumstance in my life that allows me to do that. But I also think that a lot of us have more opportunity to tune our energy the way we would like to experience our lives than we realize or than we're taking advantage of. So I want to just bring up this conversation around how do you notice the energy you're coming from? One of the metaphors that I really like to play with when it comes to the energy that we're coming from is to talk about the sea anemone. So I think most of us are familiar with the sea anemone. It's that little ocean creature that has these tentacles that flow freely and kind of expand when they're feeling safe. And when they're in danger, when they perceive a threat, they pull in their tentacles and they get really tight and small. And so it almost looks like a completely different creature when the tentacles are out and flowing versus contracted. 
And this is kind of the energetic change that we can observe in ourselves. And it's on a continuum, right? It's not an either or, but it's like if on one side of the continuum we have I'm very open and receptive and my metaphorical tentacles are flowing freely because I feel safe and relaxed and available to life, trusting of life. Then on the other side of the continuum, we have that contraction. I don't feel safe. I'm feeling threatened. I'm perceiving scarcity. I'm perceiving danger. And we can go anywhere along that continuum in our energy. But I find it really helpful to have this, this metaphor, this idea of like, where on that continuum am I? Am I open or am I contracted? Because when I'm contracted, chances are no matter what I say or do, it's not going to produce the experiences and results that I really want. Because when I'm in contraction, I am cut off from possibility. I am primed to disconnect, to self-protect. I am likely to be in a state of judgment, likely to perceive fewer options available, likely to perceive scarcity or danger. So when I'm contracted, what can I do to move myself one step closer to expansion and openness? Is there something I can do that might provide a tiny or not so tiny energetic shift, a state change? For me, a couple of things that I reach for on a regular basis are meditation. And I used to think that meditation really only took one form when it was like you set a timer and you sit upright, probably on a cushion on the floor and you are silent and you're not listening to anything and your eyes are closed and you're just breathing and you're trying to clear your mind and you're trying to be in the present. And that totally is a form of meditation and it does work. (laughs) But for me, what I have found is that I actually really enjoy having some guidance during my meditations. Having music or a guided visualization or something that kind of helps my mind clear itself. And I would just encourage you, you know, find a form of meditation that feels appealing to you because meditation is really awesome. It's really good for us. There's so much research to indicate that. And it is a really reliable way to move a little bit closer to expansion when we find ourselves in contraction. So might you search for a meditation? Type something into Spotify, type something into YouTube, find a guided meditation that helps you just tune in with the present moment and start to calibrate your energy in a more expansive place. Another thing I really love is EFT, which is also known as tapping. Uh, This is called emotional freedom technique. And my personal favorite is Brad Yates on YouTube. If you've done a program with me or you've done any one-on-one work with me, I've probably given you Brad's website and his YouTube channel because I just adore him as a teacher. I think he's got such great content. And what I love about EFT is that it is designed to help your nervous system regulate. 
So it mixes these different healing modalities, really, this tapping on different energy meridians in the body that help the nervous system stabilize while talking through an issue, helping your nervous system learn that it's safe to move through this issue. So he has a whole bunch of videos, I mean hundreds and hundreds of videos with all different topics. So whatever form my contraction is taking, let's say it's anger, let's say it's fear, let's say it's scarcity, let's say it's unworthiness, whatever the thing is, I can type Brad Yates and then put that keyword in. And he's going to have a video that's going to take less than 10 minutes usually. And if I just follow his video, say the script out loud while I'm tapping on the different points on my body, it is profound how that can shift my energy from a state of contraction to a state of expansion. Another thing that's really helped me, being in nature, even if it's brief. Being in nature is just grounding. And again, there's so much research about this. It's a well-known phenomenon that humans are meant to be in nature. It just does so much good for our mind, body, and soul. And I find that it provides a reset, kind of a recontextualization of our experience when we can actually put our focus on the nature that we are surrounded by. It's one thing to just go be in nature, and it's another to actually intentionally focus on the beauty and miraculousness of the nature we're surrounded by. I happen to have in my backyard on our neighbor's plot of land, this massive, massive tree, just like larger than life. And there's so many days where I don't even think about this tree or notice it. And then there's some days like I'll sit and and just meditate or reflect on our back porch and I'll look up at this tree and I'll just take it in and just putting my focus on like how long has this tree been here and look at its magnificence and look at how it thrives and look at all the different animals that live there and visit this tree and imagine its root system underground and just like see the movement of the leaves and the wind just being in the presence of nature and allowing myself to be moved by that focusing on it that provides a little bit of movement on that continuum from contraction to expansion. Now, of course, there's so many relational things we can do to move ourselves along that continuum as well. Seeking the support of a therapist, talking to a trusted friend, hiring a coach. There's so many different things. Maybe listening to this podcast might be one of those kind of relational pieces, right? There's so many things we can reach for that can bring us further toward expansion on that energetic spectrum. And what I want to encourage us is just to notice in any given moment, when we become aware of our experience, where are we on the continuum? Because where our energy is on that continuum is going to shape our perception of life in that moment. It's wild, actually, when we step out of a state of contraction, and we manage to state change and we get closer to a state of expansion, the exact same circumstances are so radically different. I experience this on a regular basis when I meditate, when I exercise, when I spend time in nature, when I do a tapping video, when I have a beautiful conversation that gives me the support I need, when I do a journaling session. There's so many different tools that 
It can literally be five or 10 minutes and suddenly I'm experiencing reality incredibly differently. How we orient energetically shapes the experiences we have and we are energetic beings. We are all actually very energetically sensitive. We can feel when there's tension in the room. We can feel when someone has something that they're holding in and they're not saying it. We can feel these subtle things and yet we forget. We, we get to that level of like, well, is it the words I'm saying? Am I saying the right thing? Well, what words did that person say? What actions are we taking? What behaviors? What steps are we doing? And all of that matters too, but more foundational is what energy am I coming from? Am I contracted or am I in expansion? And if I am contracted, what can I do to move myself just one little baby step closer to expansion? Maybe it's a deep breath. Maybe it's reaching for one of those tools. But when I am in a state of contraction, I will view life through the lens of fear. I just will. And if I can coax myself toward a state of expansion and use the tools and resources available to me to invite myself into that state of expansion, I can take off that lens of fear and I can see possibility. I can see opportunity. I can see something creatively. So... What if it's not about the words you're saying, not about the actions you're taking? What if it's not about any of that surface stuff that we tend to fixate on as humans? What if it's about the energy you're coming from? And how can you empower yourself to move toward the energetic states that help you feel like the truest version of you? that help you view life in the way that feels most life-giving for you, that helps you show up in your relationships and your work and your family and all of your commitments from a place of groundedness, openness, acknowledging that we're all going to go in and out of this state. It's not a one and done. It's an ongoing practice. But we have so much agency in determining the energy we come from. And there are so many tools and resources available to us, including our breath, including meditation, including these things that don't cost a single penny. So let's leverage them. Let's move ourselves along the continuum when we notice that we are like that sea anemone that just closed up. And what would help one tentacle open up again? Because once we start moving in that direction, it becomes easier and easier. And then suddenly we're back in expansion again. This is my invitation for you. I hope that it brings something meaningful into your experience this week. And I look forward to being back with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. It really means a lot. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with people in your life. And if you're loving what you're hearing, I would be so grateful if you gave the show a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss out. I'll be releasing a fresh new episode every week. Speaking of which... 
I've got some beautiful topics lined up, but I'd love to know what you are curious to hear me explore. Check the show notes for a link where you can send me your ideas and questions. You'll also find links to learn more about me and my work. Thanks again for being here, and I look forward to seeing you next time.